0: You see, I was searching for happiness in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not in some motel, hotel holiday. (laughs) No, it's in that little place I like to call the gin and juice room, man.
1: my name Mr. Payne. but yeah
0: man working on that weight get that weight down if you fat you fat fuck it you know what I'm saying fuck it be happy that's what's important you're not fat to me you're just thick than a motherfucker you a big bone that's all you are to me I love you women always worry about their weight they worry about their stomachs and shit little pouches and shit fuck that I likes a little pouch I likes me a little pouch every man then. I like to hit it from the side and pat that pouch. I like pouch. No, I'm just saying, you know. Motherfucker always worrying about the pouch. Stop it. You know, I don't like women that got racks and shit, you know. No when to say when, you know, got racks and shit. You start storing socks and shit in the motherfucker. Like, look, baby, put the dope under your titty. Put it under your titty. You know. But then put it in the back then, not right down there. Take the shit down. Saying. Stop worrying about your weight. And what kill me when people make excuses for being fat? There ain't no excuse. It's my metabolism. No, it is not. It's some twistles in your back, goddamn pocket. Let the Reesey
2: cups go.
1: Ah, yes. As Martin so eloquently expressed it, this is the time of year where we grapple with self-improvement the crux of every new year's resolution more specifically losing weight and in this episode fat like that which is from season two episode 10 and aired on fox october 24th 1993 martin tommy and cole find themselves in martin's apartment asking themselves the question to work out or not to work out
0: <laughs> yo, man, why are we watching Barney?
2: <laughs> Where's the
0: remote? Yo, it's, it's over there on the TV, man. <laughs> Cole, <laughs> get that for me. Hey, yo, Tommy, man, get the remote, man. I ain't getting it, I got it last time. So, nobody's gonna get the remote? Nah, I done. got I'll get it, okay? Yeah. my what oh.
2: Uh.
0: Well, oh, me and Gina had a long morning.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sound to me like you look out of shape there, pal. Tommy, out of shape? Well, I don't know if you know this, brother, but uh, you need to be shopping for a bra. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Woo. laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yesterday when you wore the tank top, I was trying to sneak a peek. I was. Martin, what about the back of your neck? What about it? Look like a pack of hot dogs. Oh no! get the
2: mustard. Get
0: the mustard. Get the mustard. Get the mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a bite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, fellas? Listen, listen to us. Why are we arguing? All three of us are out of shape. You know what we need to do? What? We really need to go work out. You sound like Gina, right? Try to always trying to get me to go one of exercise classes. Yo, yo word up. Them classes are whack, man. Yeah. You know, she got a bunch of sweaty women. Yeah. Jumping all around with with tight clothes on and and things jiggling, (laughs) you know, in all the right places, you know. So when when do we
1: start? With their snacks in their hand and the familiar comfort of Martin's leather couch engulfing them, they decide on the perfect day to embark on their new journey to self-improvement.
2: Tomorrow.
1: As this next scene opens up, Martin, Tummy, and Cole find themselves in Gina and Pam's step aerobics class. And although they come in disrespectful with their snacks and cynical attitudes to this quote unquote easy workout, they soon find out they're in for a rude awakening.
3: Never done this before, honey, so I think you should
2: stretch. You
3: can hurt yourself. Stretch? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Ouch! Oh! I think I pulled a muscle. Tommy, please. Help oh, oh, me now. We didn't, oh, damn. I didn't. Bam, I didn't stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
3: sure you're right, Ma. You guys are strong athletic men. You'll do just fine. We
0: will. We will be all right. Hello, hey,
3: everybody. Yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Hey, hey man.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is step aerobics class level what?
3: Level 10. Oh,
1: damn! As I said before, Martin, Tommy, and Cole are in for a rude awakening.
3: I see we have three new men joining our class today. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the food.
0: See? Mm-hmm.
3: Got on our Welcome, yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> you know? And good luck. Well, yeah.
0: thank you. you for <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Uh, uh, Flojo. Kick
1: the music. <laughs> now, before Flojo kicks the music, let's talk a little bit about our aerobics instructor, shall we? She's played by the actress Charnell Brown, better known as Kim Rees, from the hit show A Different World, which aired from 1988 to 1993 on NBC. And in a recent interview, she divulged many aspects of the show, from her auditioning process to the surprisingly diverse makeup of the audience.
3: Um I didn't I I wasn't in the TV. I wanted to be a Broadway baby. Wow. And hmm. I'm a Broadway kid. I mean, I am a theater baby. Okay. Hmm. And so now we were on our way uh, to South Africa to do Seraphina tour. I was like, "Oh, I'm going wow. back to the
2: motherland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was amazing, yeah.
3: Right? And this this came up. Okay. And then I went, and I was like, oh, you know, no big deal. I, I did not push. I did not. I didn't say I didn't care.
0: But it but was the first of its kind. Like. I know,
3: but I did. Well, we didn't. <laughs> it was. Didn't, it was thea- we were theater. Okay. I'm, and God had another thing for me. Okay. But when I got there, I realized there was a lot of people better than me. A lot of women that were fierce. Yeah. And I said, well, thank you for the experience. You now I'm going to go to South Africa. Yeah. And then I got it.
0: You remember? Did you wow. Did you audition for Kimberly Reese? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. At the time, unknown actresses, That's actors. Right. Act, nobody is a star at this nope. moment, right? Yeah, nobody. It, yeah. Um, was Bill Cosby the producer? Or, or, and you
3: know, something, it's so weird. He was the producer, but we never saw him. So it's so weird that, you know, it's a separation. Right. You know, because it was in a... We all thought it
0: was it's a spinoff of Cosby Show. a spinoff with yeah, yeah, right. Denise. Right, exactly. But
3: then Denise, you know, wanted to do other things. Right. And then it became something else.
0: How did the industry take... The new sitcom, A Different World, HBCU, Black Kids.
3: Oh, they didn't think we were going to make it. Right. Oh, no. They fooled them. Wow. They didn't think we were going to make it. We were just trying to survive and try to graduate. You know, I think that what our niche was, and people understand that our demographics which is scary with Midwest white people. Mm -hmm. That's who. Really? Interesting, right? Yeah. But the thing is, I think the key was we were human beings who happened to be black.
1: Charnell Brown's other acting credits included The Cosby Show, Living Single, Girlfriends, My Wife and Kids, Fifth Ward, and The Reading. And a little pop culture trivia for you, the late Thomas McHale Ford, who played Tommy, and Tisha Campbell, who played Gina, both had guest roles on A Different World. Now, grab your towels, Grab your water bottles and get ready to sweat because it's time to step.
2: Kick the music. And five, six, seven, eight. eight.
1: into a scene within a scene we see that time has passed but how do we know that because of the sweat dripping from martin's sweatshirt but he's hanging in there we must say he's hanging in there however we can't say the same for his friends tommy and cole who are both laid out on their steps (laughs)
0: Man, they're starting to notice, man. Get up, you're making me look bad.
2: Yo, yo, I can't feel my legs. Okay, so what I'm gonna do
0: is I'm gonna work right here on my back for a while, right? And I'm gonna be right there with you, man. Yo, time. Calls a pump, man. It's just me and you, brother. Just me and you. Okay, I have to cry. Okay. Right. What's your name? What's your name? Colby. Damn. <laughs> you
2: all Hi. right, partner? Yeah,
0: Gina. Y'all yeah, broke my voice, but you ain't breaking me.
2: Uh-huh. Don't worry,
0: baby. I'ma be all right. Uh-huh.
1: Now, as we cut into this scene within a scene within a scene, it is beyond obvious that Martin has reached his breaking point. Although Martin's mind is fighting to hang in there, his body appears defeated. He appears dizzy, fatigued, he's missing the kicks, and if he doesn't step on his step, he makes sure to step on someone else's.
3: uh, girlfriends, go <laughs> so crawling back to your couches, to your forties, cause you make me sick. No. Wait, 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 leave him alone now? He can't help who he is? Come on baby, it's okay, quit. If you wanna quit, that's your prerogative Baby, if quit. Baby, about that? I was just trying to get that's some That's right, room. Martin, just quit! You know? Cause you was so pumped! <laughs>
0: So, y'all think I'm a punk? Ooh, yes. yes! Y'all think I'm a star? Uh-huh.
2: Yes.
0: Right now, I think y'all think I'm acting like a
2: bitch.
0: Yes! yes. <laughs> BB, you done started something. Let's see what you got. Claudia, <laughs> <know>. oh. <laughs> kick the music and let's get the stepping.
2: You won't last five seconds. <sighs> Somebody
1: done told you wrong. Kick it! With the embarrassment and probably soreness of the step aerobics class behind him, we see now that Martin has turned to complete 180. But Gina, on the other hand, she has to live with the pain.
2: Rise and shine, Gina! Rise
0: and shine! All Gina, time to
1: do your road
0: work.
2: Boy, are you crazy? It's 6 o'clock in the morning.
0: Baby, you just woke up. Yeah, yeah. Now, Gina, we are half an hour behind schedule. Let's get going. Your body fat is way too high, and that's a damn shame. And let's go.
3: Hey, Martin, we. What? Women have more body fat than men, okay?
0: You and Oprah can believe that if you want,
3: all right? But
0: you better watch it, Gina. I'm telling y'all, Dick Gregory will be over here with a crane trying to hoist your big ass out the door. Just you, locking you, Gina. Blocking you.
3: Shut up, Martin. Ever since you went to that aerobics class, you've been on this stupid health kick and I'm tired of it.
0: Oh, oh, you're tired of it. You ain't tired of it. I'll tell you what the problem is. Gina, you're tired of destroying yourself because you are doing that. Your mind, body, and soul. Gina, I can't stand to watch it no more. Bam. (laughs) Then
3: don't watch because I'm getting ready to make me some bacon and eggs.
0: Gina... Feel me. Love me. Did you say bacon?
2: <laughs> no, no.
0: Not the pork. Not in my house, Gina. Okay? Lips that touch swine will never touch mine. Girl, because I feel so divine. <laughs> Martin, where's, where's
2: all the food? There's nothing in here but vegetables.
0: Uh, Gina, I threw all the junk food out. Uh, check the freezer. I got a little something for you. What What is this? Uh, frozen broccoli pops. (laughs)
2: Okay?
0: Don't eat them all at once.
3: That's it. I'm going down to
1: Porky's Bacon Barrel and I'm getting me a sandwich, okay? Don't Don't do that. No,
0: girl, girl, girl. I will see you tonight at the gym. We'll talk about
1: it. Now, though Biggie was Martin and Gina's house guest in our last podcast, in this particular scene, as Martin leans against his countertop in his wife-beater, sweatpants, and lifting belt, he is unaware of the uninvited guest that comes out of his bathroom.
0: man remember me (laughs) bruh man upstairs
2: fifth floor
1: that's right reginald ballard is back playing the beloved character bruh man and this is actually his second appearance on the show out of 13 appearances total you can hear more about the acting credits and art of reginald ballard on the podcasts beat it and ain't nothing going on but the rent but right now we must find out why is bruh man in Martin's apartment today?
0: Okay, bruh man from the fifth floor. N- no, you did not just come out my bathroom. We ain't got no hot water upstairs. So I just came down to use you your shower. Oh, I guess I shouldn't have done that, huh? You, 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 are damn skippy bruh man. You, 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 know, bruh man, I got my lady up in here and everything. I don't even, look, I don't know what you're used to bruh, okay? But where I'm from, coming up into people's house unannounced will showing up, get a cap in your ass. Well, my bad. You damn right your bad. What makes you think you had the audacity to walk up, come up? Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> no, you do not have on my robe. Guess I shouldn't have done that, huh? You, bro, my robe, bro. Not my robe. Bro, man, raise up. I mean, I mean, raise out, raise out, bro, man. Just roll, man. Okay, keep it roll. I get it from you later. Okay. Guess I just go out the way I came in. Hey, you know.
1: As Bro, man walks towards the door, he cuts the corner to the fire escape. <laughs> you know.
0: You know. I'm. A, I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna get my.
1: No, you're not suffering from a case of deja vu. Yes, there are steps strategically spaced out throughout the floor, and yes, the same patrons that come to the step aerobics class are filing in, but there is one difference. The aerobics instructor.
0: Y'all almost
3: ready? (laughs) 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 Excuse me. (laughs) Mr. Jack LaLanne. Where's our real
2: instructor, Florence?
0: BDB. Yes. All right, listen. Florence hurt her ankle this morning while we were jogging. I told her I'd take over for her. Now, excuse me. You, 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 and you. Bam. Listen up. Take a good look at these ladies. Ha <laughs> ha. Because that's the last time you're going to sing. Ladies, get out. What we do? You mean, what we did? I saw you at Rollo's Chicken Shack last night. Eating all that chicken. Lips so greasy, look like you had armor roll on them. Be gone. Okay, out of my sight. Out of. You work it out then. Work it out then, huh? Alright, now that they're gone, let's get it on.
3: Tina!
2: <laughs> Tina! Tina, he's out of control. Do something about him. I know,
3: I know, Pampa. I think I've got an on That was
1: the warm up. Let's pick it up. (laughs) Squeeze. Twins. With Martin's newfound joy of working out reaching the extreme, Gina concocts a plan to make Martin take a step back down to reality.
0: What's up, Beth? So we're going out to eat.
3: Baby, I thought we'd stand and celebrate. Honey, I have seen the light. I am going on the Martin Payne program first thing tomorrow. Yes, I am, boy.
0: (laughs) 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 See, girl, (laughs) standing by your man. You go, girl.
3: I'm going. That's Robert, where you want to go, i drop you off. (laughs) Hey. Huh? I'm
0: going to get in shape just like you, baby. And let me let me feel what?
2: that
3: rock-hard
0: stomach of uh, yours. Uh, go ahead. Jeez.
3: Love me. Adore me. <laughs> baby, you flex. Damn, you all right? You flex for it. Girl, you got to go to hospital. I'm oh right. Uh, baby, <laughs> you, you sit your fine okay. self down. Uh, see, I'll get you dinner. Girl,
0: right? look at you. See what happens when you get in shape? You think good thoughts. You do good things. Ah, got my little plate for me.
1: Gina sets down a plate in front of Martin that has nothing but rice cakes, and celery.
0: Oh, so you juice my beets just the way I like them? Of course I did. Mm. You sure I <laughs> huh
1: In stark contrast from Martin's plate, she now comes back with her own plate.
0: Uh, baby? <laughs>
3: Gina? What you got there? Oh, this? Yeah. Oh, this is just some nasty leftovers. Some mashed potatoes, steak, yams, you know, just, I'm just trying to get it out of my system so I can start my diet tomorrow, you know? It's,
0: isn't it nasty? <laughs> yes, it's nasty, Gina. And it's fattening too, huh? I mean, two types of potatoes?
2: (laughs) huh? I mean,
0: why why, why, why don't you just just take the fat and put it where you want the fat to go? Because that's where it's gonna end up anyway.
2: I know, baby,
3: I know this is so nasty.
2: But it tastes so good, Mm. my... Oh, baby, how you enjoying your rice cake, Hmm?
0: (laughs) Oh, these are cool. You know, you got a little seasoning on them and stuff.
2: (laughs)
3: Thank you. I almost forgot my seasoning. know my meal.
0: Is that, is that gravy?
1: Oh yes, Martin. It is gravy. And now he begins our gravy play by play.
0: You gonna splat the gravy right on the on the thing. Ooh. Now you now you gonna take it towards the meat. <sighs>
2: oh, oh. Look how
0: it's hitting the meat. Now you're going
2: over your Ooh. potato. Oh. So. Yeah. suck. I'm tearing up,
0: I'm tearing up. Baby, baby, you got a little <laughs> grape. You got a little <laughs> grape on your thing. Yeah, let me get that with the rice cake. Let me get that off with the no. rice cake. No, what? I that. No. Girl, I will get it no. off with the rice right- cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: let me take care of this in the Okay, i wash it right
3: off. Uh, um, you enjoying your salad? Uh,
0: you think I'm not, Gina? <laughs> Baby, let me explain something to you, all right? I don't live to eat. Mm-hmm. I eat to live, huh? <laughs> uh, think of how powerful I just came. I well, Martin.
3: You so wise.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> not only is Martin wise, he seems to have some sort of telepathic communication with Gina's plate. <laughs>
0: What?
1: (laughs) Still resisting the temptation, Martin even finds himself eye level with the plate, trying to whiff the smell towards his nostrils. until he finally just trips into the plate. And you know what? When you look at this scene, I think Martin literally tripped. He knocks Gina's glass over and he pours some of his beet juice in her glass. So I think this was a literal trip that Martin did and he just improvised and kept going.
2: Oh, damn! Yeah, don't don't break, don't break, don't break, don't break,
0: don't break. Martin, you all right? I'm cool, Gina.
2: You enjoying
0: your dinner, baby. <laughs> baby, I know what you're trying to do. And uh, it ain't gonna work, Gina. Because I'm not going back to what I used to be. Huh? Sorry. What's that? Nothing. Gina, don't tell me nothing. I know that smell.
3: It's nothing, Martin. It's just your mama's raisin butter biscuits. That's all it is.
0: Not my mama biscuits. <laughs>
1: Not my mama Biscuits, Gina. Now Martin loves Gina and Martin loves the kids. But if you are a Martin show fan, you know that Mama Payne's raisin butter biscuits have been a staple in the Martin show. And Martin loved his mama's biscuits. And Mama Payne knew that. So much so that in season four, episode two, Kill 'em with kindness, she changed the recipe in order to warn Martin about Gina.
3: Okay,
0: you do that, but how you gonna turn down a mama biscuit? Damn, um, oh, damn, mama
2: slipping.
0: <laughs> a note in the damn
2: biscuit. What? What's <laughs>
1: While that episode's biscuit batch was a bit salty, this episode has perfectly good biscuits.
2: I don't know why that woman brought these biscuits. She must not know that she will on this street
3: street. You know what i Oh God! You know what I'm gonna do? Yeah.
2: I'm
0: going to throw these away. No, no. That's wait. what I'm going to do. No, no, don't you throw those away. Those are perfectly good biscuits. Why you want
3: to throw those out? Well, baby, I don't want to tempt you now. No, but
0: you're not tempting me. I mean, somebody might want to come by and have a biscuit. I mean, brother man, anybody. I don't know.
2: Martin,
0: it's yeah. time for the best but now. Those are good biscuits, this. damn it. Go on fucking Go on get me, me thing. on get get get
2: get 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 <laughs> Yes, baby. Oh my, oh, my baby's back. My baby's back. <laughs>
0: Wait in the room. You next. Uh Damn. Get the gravy boat. We can do some things. Uh Excuse me. While I go sop her up.
1: So that was our episode. I I think it's a classic episode. I would say in top 20. I give it top 20 in the Martin series. A little bit of background information about our episode. It was directed by Garen Keith, and you can hear about all his directing credits in our very first podcast, Do You Remember the Time? And our writer for this episode was Kenny Buford. With many writing credits under his belt, some that stood out to me included Saturday Night Live. More specifically, he wrote a sketch during the Martin episode that aired February the 19th, 1994, in which Martin was banned for life. After going a little off script during his SNL monologue, our writer Kenny Buford is also credited as one of the writers for the screenplay for A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Classic, classic movie. He also had writing credits for The Jamie Foxx Show, The Waynes Brothers, One on One, While and Out the 2013 BET Hip Hop Awards, and fun fact, he was a set production assistant on the classic film Do The Right Thing, written and directed by Spike Lee. Now, you know what time it is. It's time for us to get to step. So that's what we're gonna do. A little bit of housekeeping before we go. I wanna thank all the subscribers, old and new, for supporting The Martin Show Podcast. Remember to tell others about The Martin Show Podcast. You can email me at themartinshowpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, we're available on all platforms where podcasts are available, including your smart devices. Remember, you can say Alexa or Google, play the Martin Show podcast, and voila, you hear our podcast. So until next time, peace.